0: Well, welcome to be seated i, I don't want to be long i i want to be actually i have 15 minutes so what i want to do is listen you have to understand something about the enemy the enemy cannot stop you and i want to say that again satan cannot stop the victory that has been made one and that already established by the lord what the devil can do is he can throw a lot of things at you to slow you down But the purpose of the Lord shall prevail. Come on, can I have an amen for that? The purpose of the Lord shall prevail. And the Lord said to me that in this month of October that I need to shift the whole church. And when I speak about the whole church, I speak about Pretoria, which is the mother church. um, Durban, I'm speaking about Cape Town. I'm speaking about everybody that follows us, Secunda, Woodbank. Everybody has to shift. And I felt the Lord say to me two things. That my house shall be called a house of prayer. And secondly, my house shall be called a house of purity. Because without holiness, nobody will see God. Let me say that again. Without holiness, nobody will see the Lord. Nobody. In actual fact, God says, be holy for I am holy. And we're living in a time and a season where there's a lot of mixtures going on. And that's why, for example, tonight we'll preach on no more Nicolaitans. The Nicolaitans, for example, just as a thought, were a, was an introduction to that for tonight, were a group of people that started to mix who the Lord is or the truth of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ with false doctrine. And the doctrine was a very simple one. It was this. We can follow the Lord Jesus Christ and be worldly. The Bible says, no, you can't. You can't do the one and the other, because God is a jealous God. Are you there? So I don't want to talk to you about the Nicolaitans. And, uh, we'll do that tonight. What I do want to talk to you about in a few minutes that I have is about a praying church. That we are to be a praying church. And I'm also trusting God that this morning that you will shift economies because if the world that is around us the economy around us God's gonna shake it and allow it to be shaken let me say that again God's gonna allow the economy in this world to be shaken and he will, will shake it and shake it and shake it again but there's an economy that you and I belong to that is not in this world or of this world or let me rather say it's not of this world though it's in this world and that's the economy of God This economy works completely different. It works on the principle of sowing and reaping. It works on the principle of tithing. It works on the principle of generosity. But death, I've I've not seen it like I've seen it in this season. There's so much death because Christians have lowered their standards to fit in with the system of this world. And I believe that God is going to pour out Um, a spirit of revival in this hour and I pray that as you sit here this morning that you are believing that you are a revivalist and that you are called by God to revive a generation back to God Because if you are not called to be a revivalist, then we have not a lot in common. I believe that we are called to this hour to revive this generation to the glory of the Father because of the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? And though we have been through much in our lives, there's one thing that I can tell you that we will never do and that is to give up. Because you cannot give up as a child of the most high God. We can be deterred from time and time again. But blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So that's why I teach you hunger the whole time. Because blessed are they that hunger and thirst, for they will see God. Are you with me? And so just be simply this morning though. I said, Lord, help me, help me that my people will understand this because I understand where you're going to. And maybe two thoughts here very simply is this, is that prayer takes you to God. God is holy and because of a relationship with Him, you become pure. Purity is not a law system. To be holy is not to keep a set of rules out of your own power. Holiness is an offset of proximity to Jesus. Let me say it again. Holiness is an offset of proximity to Jesus. So God wants you holy. Why? He wants to use your life. But He can't come close to you unless you are holy. Because He can't defile Himself. Come on, are are you there? And so... What I, what I thought to myself that I have to say to you this morning, and I'm going to um, just, if you guys can just move this a little bit closer for me. I wanted to show you just, uh, because I was asking the Lord, Lord, give me an example that I can, can, that I can teach the people. Um, and I won't go get through my sermon this morning, but I, I'll just teach you the, the best parts of it. Because somewhere in the sermon this morning, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, we're going to get to a place where God is going to shift you From the economy of this world into God's economy are you there listen no I don't know if you have faith for what I'm saying is that God wants to shift you but you have to want to shift with God because if you look around you and you start to put your faith in the world the world is gonna give you a lot of reasons to be very depressed come on guys are you with me in South Africa we need God because the things are, are messed up. We need the Lord. Come on, let me not uh, play this here with the language. Uh, these things that have failed in our country. And unless we turn to the Lord, and what is, what is baffling me is that we are, there are still a people that are not turning to the Lord in this hour. I'm like, wh- how many more signs do you want? But it's exactly as the scripture said, In the last days, there will be a people that have hardened their hearts. And they will refuse to serve the Lord. And then suddenly the Son of Man will be upon them. Come on, are you there? That's why your Bible says a sea of people will come out of the tribulation. Because then suddenly everybody wants to turn to the Lord. But the point is then for them to turn, they will have to do it by their own blood. Because the only ones that can be saved in the tribulation period are those that have died the martyr's death. So it's better to serve the Lord now. Let me make no mistake. You have to understand uh, this, that you, and we have to get it this morning again, that the Bible makes it clear. Every knee shall bow. I don't care if it's a government or no government. I don't care what the, what the president says or he doesn't say. The Bible says every knee shall bow. So we have a choice when it, when we choose to bow it. And I want to say again, Satan has assigned certain spirits in this season to deter the plans of God. Can I tell you one of the spirits, there's three, there's, there's seven. Let me just name three of them. There's one massive launch of an attack that has come of discouragement. Because if Satan can't stop the purpose, he'll discourage you away from it. Second thing that the devil has done very very successfully is the spirit of Tobias is making people tired Because he attacks only when you give him a foothold or an opportune time when you are weak Are you there and then like never before I've seen in this season there is a massive launch of an attack on families It's like Satan is after the us he wants to separate husbands and wives. He wants to separate children from their parents. He wants to separate that what God counts as holy. Come on, we are in a confused generation, but we, the people of God, cannot be confused. Come on, guys, are you with me? Oh, I don't know if you are there. I, I want the faith to rise in this building in this, in this morning because I want to get breakthrough to you. So why, why do we, we pray? I want you to just, just to understand this. It's very simple and I, I'll quote three scriptures just on this. Is that disciples were in a season and a time where they saw everything that they saw a man that was praying. But this man was praying differently than what they've been taught. And they, were, they grew up in a generation and in a time where prayer was the norm. They had the phylacteries on their right hand. They had the phylacteries on their foreheads. Yet they themselves didn't understand how to pray. And therefore they asked the Lord how to pray. And by asking the Lord how to pray, Jesus answers that question. And he says this, but when you pray, not if, when you pray, go into your bedroom. And let's let's just, I just want to read for you. I don't want to read Matthew 6, 6. I'm quoting Matthew 6, 6. This is how you should pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I want you just to see that first and foremost, that when you pray, Jesus directs you to the source. Let me say it again. Jesus directs you to the source but before he directs you to the source he puts something in front of the source he says our what does he put in front of the source family because if you don't understand family you can't understand the bedrock of the source the source is about connection the source is about bringing together That's why everything that Satan does is to isolate. Everything that the devil does is to separate. That's why divorce, heartbreak, trauma, all of these things are so detrimental to the human soul. You know why? Because it separates. Come on, guys. Are you with me? Just say amen to that. And so God is a a us. That's why the Bible says, let us make man. Let them have dominion. You see, when the Lord says this, and I'll, I'll just drop a thought then I'll demonstrate something for you. When He says, let us, He's already chucking out the whole spirit of Satan. Because Satan was in the eye. So when, the, when God start, starts the creation program, He starts it with us. Let us do it. Then He says, let them have dominion. want you to note something here. God doesn't say let us have dominion he says let them have dominion so right there and this is the one of the few things I want you to catch this morning God binds himself by his own word because he says let us make man let them have dominion so God I'm gonna shock you by the statement I hope not God does not have dominion on the earth let us make man let them have dominion but now jesus says when the disciples come to ask him lord teach us how to pray they he says our father which art in heaven direction to the source glory be to your name the purpose of prayer then the effect of prayer let your kingdom come let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven everything in heaven is under God's dominion everything on the earth is under your dominion why should you pray you want his dominion to come here God is looking for a man and a woman that will agree with what's going on in heaven That's why when you bind sickness here, you shouldn't think it a foreign thing because it is something that is bound there. So God is just looking for somebody to agree with Him by what He is doing. That's why Jesus says this. Jesus makes this very simple. Jesus says, if my words abide in you and you abide in my word, ask me anything and I'll do it for you. The reason why God does not answer prayer is because the motive of the prayer is not driven by the word if you sit here and you've ever had a prayer not answered it's because that prayer was prayed out of a place that is not accompanying with the word of the Lord God can only answer the word come on my words are life they are spirit come on are you guys i do understand that jesus says let my words dwell in you he that loves me do my commandments come on guys i don't want to go down that but I, i want you to understand this you have to understand that the number one reason why god cannot answer certain prayers is because he said jesus himself said let my words abide in you and as your words abide in you I abide in you and as I abide in you ask whatever you wish from the source from the father and he will give it to you in my name so first and foremost I just want you to have a second thought here and it's this, we can get nothing without Jesus being the representation Buddha cannot represent you Muhammad, whatever he cannot represent you Hare Krishna cannot represent you your forefather cannot represent you. Jesus represents you. It is only Jesus that can separate present you. He is the high priest. Come on, are you fan. And I was asking the Lord, Lord, speak to me about this. And the Lord said to me, the reason why you need to tell my people to pray is because I want to interfere in the affairs of men. But unless they pray, I can do nothing. Prayer. let me say it like this if we don't pray it shows the level of, uh, of arrogance we have reached because without prayer we are telling the Lord we can do this can I tell you you can do nothing we can do nothing without the Lord and so the Lord said to me give yeah, I want you to explain this to the people you're in front of me I have three bowls right you don't need revelation to see that and so just for the sake of the demonstration I want you to understand something because I'm um, the heavens will go open I want the band to come um, because we're gonna we're gonna transition this morning the Lord said to me right now the world is like this is water and just imagine for a moment that it's hot water right it's not hot because otherwise I can't put my hand in there but Let's just imagine that it's hot. Now, the Lord said to me this, right now, the world is getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And it's not falling out of place, it's falling into place. Everything is on my timetable. And then the Lord said to me, there's three types of people. Very simple, three types of people. And as this water gets hotter and hotter and hotter, and by the way, if you don't believe and you don't understand that the word is getting hotter and hotter just read some proper news not the fake news the real stuff and you'll understand that the world is running out of answers very quickly hello but we have not yet reached a place where people have been crucified next to the road like in Jesus's day are you there but I believe we are in, in the, we are in the most wicked place or, or season that, the, that we have ever faced. And that's why we have to be holy and that's why we have to be set apart. And again, I say, holiness is not a set of rules. It is a default of what happens when you're close to the Lord. Come on, are you there? And so imagine this is three bowls of water. Then the Lord said this to me, if I take an egg, right, an egg everybody with me and i take this egg and i place it in hot water and i leave it there enough my if my cooking skills is not too bad if i leave it in this atmosphere that's boiling for about 10 minutes what was soft on the inside will become hard why what is in the inside of the egg starts to transform and take shape according to what it feels on the outside. Right? If I take this potato, right? Massive potato, bless the Lord. And if I take this potato and I put this potato into the same atmosphere, exactly the same atmosphere as the egg, This potato will go soft. Same atmosphere, two different responses or results. Are you there? Okay. But then the Lord said to me, and and I'll use this that you can understand what I'm busy saying to you. The Lord says to me, this season that you're in right now, you will either be like the egg, that your heart will go hard, according to that what is around you. And you'll miss the purpose and the season and why I have created you. And you'll be swallowed up of the things of life and you'll become lovers of the things of this world and you'll make the shift from the kingdom of God to the kingdom of darkness and you don't even know it. But it is because the enemy has boiled you over a period of time. He has set you up. Because David says in Psalm 51, he said, Lord, search my heart. He says, Lord, search my thoughts. He said, Lord, renew a right spirit within me. Or we can be like the people that are like the potato and we become soft and pliable to the things of the world. We don't take shape completely, but we become accommodating. It's okay to do this it's okay to do that it's it, it's an accommodating thing we lose our original state and become mushy soft unusable because we have taken shape to the things of the world and then the Lord said to me but the purpose of prayer and my people is like this it's like the coffee but I take coffee And I put coffee into the same atmosphere and I stir it just a bit and we won't drink it the atmosphere changes completely to carry the nature of the coffee so now this same atmosphere same atmosphere in both three bowls one has influence that something becomes hard one has influence that it's completely soft pliable looks like the world but one has changed completely its nature and it's become like the nature of that that's placed in it now your bible and my bible says this we are in the world but not of the world your bible and my bible says this that we are here to shape and change and shift the environments that is around us that the environment reflect us and not us the environment there is a problem when we the Christians start to look like the environment come on are, are you guys with me we have to start to reflect the kingdom of God in the environment and the environment has to change to look like us Come on, there's nothing inside of you that does not call out to greatness. Everything inside of you is meant for greatness. Oh, come on, church, as a Listen, God wants to take you from here to here. We just need to trust Him and believe Him and say, yes, Lord, we are coming with you. Yeah. Come on, who are you? Are you like the 10 spies that says it cannot be done? Or are you like the two spies that says with my God, I'll take on this giant. We'll get through this. We'll take on another city and another city and another city because God has given us the land. Come on. Who are you? I believe of all of my heart. Let Let me say this in closing because I want us to respond this morning. Have you ever noticed Just now they had the the matric farewells, right? Have you ever noticed there's no matric that asks for a broken down, messed up car to drive them to the matric farewell? Have you noticed? The person that has the smartest car has the greatest entrance, right? Why? Why? Because, in every human heart there's an understanding of greatness and success and I hear me write this day and don't be religious about this stuff God wants to bless you he says it in the book of Deuteronomy chapter number 28 but he can't do it unless our heart is first with him And the whole world understands this. Come on, are you there? The whole world understands it. It's the people of God that struggles with this, because we want to keep ourselves reserved. We want to give certain dimensions to God, but certain stuff we will keep to ourselves. Come on, are you with me? And my faith is today, and we're gonna. I'm gonna trust with you today that in this day we will shift territories and they'll move with God because the Lord wants to bless you the Lord wants to increase you and one of my prayers is um, one of the frequent things that I've been asking the Lord uh, time and time and time again and my time is up time and time again I've asked the Lord Lord break the spirit and the mindset The mindset, break the spirit and the mindset of poverty of people. Because that's a foul devil. It's a demon. South Africa suffers under that demon. And let me say to you this, I'll say it in closing and then I want you to respond this morning don't want the spirit of this age says equality, the kingdom language is favor let me say it again the kingdom language is favor God says listen to me, God will take things from those that have nothing and He'll give it to those that have much that's the Bible for you, on the basis of what? On the basis of those that have a kingdom mindset of stewardship, God says, I'll take it. I'll give it to them. They can do more for my kingdom. So one of the number one reasons why people stay poor and why poverty remains in their lives, I can tell you, is because they have not yet learned to steward what they have according to the kingdom dynamics. It's true so I'll have to close here, otherwise our second service can't come in. But this, this morning, what I want to encourage you all in is very simply this, and the ushers or the volunteers, you guys can get ready. You can come and take this table. Is that I want us to, this morning, we're going to break the spirit off you and you're going to break it off yourself because you have to understand, and this is what I, what I felt the Lord say to me yesterday, or the day before actually on Friday morning and the Lord said to me this whenever I move my people out of the wilderness into the promised land what I send with them is in a whole economy can I say that again when the Israelites move when the Israelites moved from from Egypt to Canaan God shifted the whole economy why why did God shift the whole economy Please listen to me why did God shift the whole economy because God wanted their soul hearts or the sole purpose of their hearts to be worshipped he didn't want anything to deter them so he knew if he shifts their economies he can have their full focus Okay, I'm not going to... Are you understanding what I'm saying here this morning? We have entered a season and a time right now where your greatest weapon is going to be your worship. But for you to worship appropriately, God wants to shift your economy. Because He wants you to go from a place of being indebted to a place of having no debt. To worship the Lord your God and to give Him praise. That is what the Lord wants to do in this hour. He wants to set people free from the system of this world so that we can be a free people, worship. Oh, come on. Listen, you have to receive what I'm saying this morning because the Spirit of the Lord wants to move you. He doesn't want you to worry. He wants to move you and I don't know if it's you here this morning he wants to settle your children's future he wants to settle your future he wants to settle your households he wants to settle your children's children's future he just wants somebody that wants to worship him in spirit and in truth and I tell you you'll find a God that will something for you come on he's our Shaddai come on church have to shift with God this morning. That is what the Lord wants to do. He wants to shift because He wants your attention. He doesn't want one millionaire. He wants everybody to be wealthy. Why? Then you can focus on the kingdom. You say this, I'm preaching about money. Yes, I am. Because you need money to prosper in your life. To be the head and not the tail. To be above and not beneath. You need finances to pay for your children, to be a blessing and not to be a curse, to help other people out. Come on, that's why we are here. And I don't know about you, but I'm going there with God. I'm well on my way. I have made up my mind that death doesn't know my name. Sickness doesn't know my name. No, 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 no. I am a worshipper of the Son of the Living God. Oh, I knew the heavens would go open. Listen, as you're standing, Lord is going to wipe out, I'm telling you. God is going to shift because He wants your heart. Jesus just acknowledged mammon on this planet. He doesn't acknowledge any other God. Because mammon has the potential to capture your heart. The Lord is here today to tell you, if you shift your heart to Him, He'll make sure. Don't you, don't you think that God can put your name into somebody's ear just like this? And they can pay for your children's stuff, they can give you houses, they can give you cars, they can pay off university fees. Don't you think God's got many multi-millionaires everywhere? Come on see last thought then we're gonna we're gonna action this the Lord does not want you to look at the arm of man trust him are you there you understand what I'm saying that's why in this season you'll see if you're willing to receive what I'm saying God is gonna shift an economy out to shift these people in and his power is gonna come upon the people and the world will say about you exactly god i tell you the truth as a prophet i can tell you this is what's busy happening on the planet the, the people will say these people have a god that is with them that is not with us we must fear the god that is with them because this god is with them by fire by night and by cloud by day this god takes off our chariot wheels this god has taken all of our wealth come on if you are willing to receive it. Amen. So, Father, right now, in this glory cloud, Father, as people are here, Lord, as people are, Lord, as, Lord I've done exactly like you told me to do. Father, I pray right now, Jesus, activate, 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 activate hearts, Lord, activate hearts, activate hearts right now. I pray, Lord Jesus, activate hearts right now. In this atmosphere, I want you. This morning we're gonna give to the Lord. This morning, I want the guys to be ready. Father, I want to pray for every seed that is sown in this place in this day. Father, as you've given me instructions, Lord, I thank you that there will be divine acceleration in this day. Father, I thank you that debts shall be start to be settled. I pray, Lord Jesus, that in this day the children's futures start will be start to be settled. That whole households will start to be settled in this day. In Jesus' name. No more deterrence in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I want you in this atmosphere. I want you to start to sow. Is that okay? Let's shift with the Lord this morning. Let's shift with the Lord. Let's shift with the Lord. Tyres and offerings and seeds and all of these things. I want us to shift of God right now. Let's go, church. Let's go. We can do that at the back here in the front. You can place, bring me one of those bowls here, please. Come on, church! Let's respond! Let's respond! Let's respond! Let's respond! I want the church to respond. You can come here to the front. You can go there to back. Come on! Let's shift the economies. Let's shift the economies. Rebet at a betroboshtra bokura bakata taba yendro Oh, we need more time. Bora bakata taba yetro bostra bakata revestre. Rebet at a beyondro bokora bakata rabostra bakata revestre beyondro. Bora bakata taba yetro bostra bokura bakata taba yetro bostre. Rebet at a betro bostra bokora bakata taba yetro Rabandro Boshtra Bokora Bakata Tabandro Boshtra Biandro Bokura Bakata Tavayeshro, Robotor of Bakata Boshtra Beta Rebetra Biandro Bokura Bakata Tavayendro Bokura Bakatere, Rebetere Veshtra Bokura Bakata Tavayendro Boshtra Bokura Bakata Vishnu Bora Bakandro Boshtra Bokura Bakatra Veshtra Bakata Vishnu. Won't you stand so long? People are giving, it's fine. I just want us to stand. I want us to, just to pray, just for a moment. Father, I want to pray. I not you lift your hands, everybody in this first service. Let the redeemed, Lord pray in this prayer say Heavenly Father I thank you that in this day I move I shift I transition thank you Father that this world that this economy of this world will not have my name Father I trust you give me the unction to pray that I may be holy, set apart, set aside for a time such as this. Father, thank you that your power and your glory rest upon me in the name of Jesus. Lord, I receive my freedom, my deliverance. I will not be deterred i will not be stopped save me i will not be deterred i will not be stopped what the lord has planned for me shall succeed in jesus name amen and amen come on let's give jesus some praise come on let's just give jesus some proper 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 praise As Pastor as the era comes, I, I want to ask every single one of you this, this week. Even though it's school holidays, we will pray every single morning together, except Monday. Is that okay? I want us to pray together. Because on the 11th of October, we're going to start with our hunger nights. That's going to be an evening, uh, a midweek service. We're going to start to chase the Lord down. We're going to seek the Lord. Because we are a group of people that are thirsty for the Lord, right? Come on, blessed are they that hunger and thirst. The Bible says, David says, as a dear panther, So I want you to pray with me every morning. Don't care about load shedding. Go Drive in your car where you have signal, then pray with me. Are you guys okay? Because I can reach hundreds and hundreds of people like that. We pray together. And then the 11th of October, we find one another here together. And we, we start to seek the Lord, then that will end off at the end of October. We will have a glory conference where Apostle um, Neville Goldman will be with us. Uh, Daniel will be with the evangelist Daniel the will be with us. Spoken to my good friend Nikki again to come and one or two others, so that we can push the realms open. There's something that the Lord is busy doing. And I think we can say this church has gone into revival. Come on, can we say that this morning? Can we agree upon that, that this church has moved into revival? Amen. So, Father, lastly, I want to pray for every person that is here. I want to pray for my people. Father, I want to pray that every one of them will know that they are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. I pray for a spirit of prayer to come upon them. I pray, Lord, that they will shift economies in this day. Thank you lord jesus that you know about us you love us lord we say that in this house and this morning that sickness and poverty and decay will be a foreign thing to us in jesus name amen and amen amen and amen please remain standard as posse comes thank you so much